This content is for listeners 18 years of age or older. Okay, today we're going to talk about our background, so more of an introduction of who we are, and also talk about our first year in the lifestyle. How fun it was. How fun it was. <laughs> well, how different and how exciting it was. Oh, yeah. Yes. I am Mr. A. And I am Mrs. A. And we're a very happily married couple. We've been together for 10 years. And we entered the swinging lifestyle after eight years of monogamy. We're here to help you on your journey if you're considering entering this lifestyle. So Mr. A and I have been together 10 years, but we've been married for four. But we've actually known each other for almost 15 years now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. We knew each other as friends before before we dated. We were actually just co-workers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were both married, and we were going through uh, things in our relationships with our, our spouses. So the last thing on our minds were looking at other people. We were both trying to fix broken marriages. Yeah. But years later, we reconnected to turn into Mr. and Mrs. A. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has been the best. 10 years of my life. Me too, definitely. One of the things that we lacked in our marriages was good sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I was having good sex. I was just having like really vanilla sex. It just feels good on your penis, but that's it. <laughs> you know. Mine was more like it just lasted like five minutes, you know, and it wasn't like horrible, but it was pretty fast and yeah. done. And <laughs> mm. Yeah, so it wasn't very satisfying. But I guess there was a big lack of emotion to it, too. You know, it was more mm-hmm. like, it kind of felt to me like it was more like a, a need that he had and he right. needed to fulfill. And then that's what I was there for. Oh, okay. And then we had little kids, too. Mm-hmm. So I was, I don't know. Back then, I also had a lot of, like, body image issues, you know, insecurities and stuff like that. But I was always a very sexual person since I was very young. So I was, like, a teenager yeah, me too. But, I mean, that's just the story of every teenage American boy. You know, as soon as I discovered I had a penis, I was like, wow, this thing is magical. <laughs> What's funny, though, is that I think that I had better sex before marriage, you know, like with mm-hmm. other partners than, like, I don't even know now, like, why I settle like that, you know. It, right, But, right. yeah, so. Well, it was life. You were learning, you know. You didn't have any anything to base it on. Nothing to compare it to. Yeah, I guess so. But then, here you come. <laughs> here <laughs> it made I me come. come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our sex has always been good. Oh we like, we actually, hot. like, never <laughs> been bored with our sex life. And still, you know, like, now we're just like, you are the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal to have a partner like that where you can have really awesome, awesome, mind-blowing <laughs> sex. But at the same time, have all these adventures with other people. Actually, that's why we got into the lifestyle. It wasn't because anything was missing or we were trying to fix anything. We just wanted more hands, more bodies and shapes. and More experiences. More experiences, yeah. Um, more more ways to do things. And we found so many different things in the lifestyle that people do sexually for fun or things that turn people on that we've discovered there are things that turn us on. We would have never found those things. Yeah. If we hadn't gotten to the lifestyle. Yeah, and we've met so many people too mm-hmm. in the lifestyle. You end up finding someone, you already have that connection, but then they can talk to you and act like a normal person, you know, like that's. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, have a true. nice conversation and stuff. So we've had a lot of friends 
actually one of the couples, one of our best friends in the lifestyle. We see them quite often and we really enjoy each other's company. So we have always discussed our fantasies, and that was one of the things that led us to the lifestyle. The way it actually started was Mrs. A had a co-worker. She found herself really attracted to this guy. And this hadn't happened before in our marriage where somebody caught her eye, and she wasn't sure what to do with those feelings. All those feelings, yeah. I didn't know how Mr. A would react if I went and talked to him about it, you know, because it had never happened. Therefore, I I never had to talk to you about it. You know, so it just... All of a sudden it happened, and then as a woman, you know, like a married woman, I'm starting to like ask myself, this is not okay. But there was also this other part of me that was like super attracted to this person. And, um, and then it just kind of started like, I guess, awakening something in me and building up. Yeah. And, uh, but I couldn't tell him, like, I don't even remember if I started like trying to tell you and then little things, you know, and then I, nothing like really would come (laughs) out. Actually, she had been talking about how this guy is so funny, and he had the same astrological sign as I do, and he reminded her a lot of me, and I heard a lot of stories about him. I didn't feel threatened because we've always had a a very secure relationship. We both have the same stance on cheating. If you're going to do it, then you don't need to be in a relationship or just tell your spouse. So we always had that communication yeah we always had that communication you know i had heard enough about this guy i I knew that he was really cool and amazing and so uh one day we were sitting uh on the couch and and she said um well we were probably already talking about sex maybe our fantasies because we used to do that a lot yeah (laughs) before we started acting on them all the time (laughs) but uh as we were talking she said uh what do you think about actually being with another couple and we had actually kind of talked about it throughout the years i always thought that i was going to be this swinger when i was like 70 (laughs) you know i don't know i just because it was a fantasy it felt like something that i could achieve but i would have to be you know i pictured myself like on a yacht wearing all white (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wearing all white with a, a white beard and, oh you know, with a martini in my hand. That's the swinger Whoa. image that I had of myself. So I was in no hurry. But it's kind of like when you think of yourself being a billionaire, you know, you can just have an image of that and you just carry it around with you all your life until you either become a billionaire or you die. So I had this fantasy of myself as this old swinger, but, you know, I didn't actually think that was going to happen. That's just what was happening in my head, you know, when I thought about my fantasies. Okay, so fast forward to now and we start having the conversation and, you know, I said, you know, yeah, I guess, I guess I could consider it. Now, obviously I had an inkling that it was this guy, I think I had met him by then oh yeah we had gone to the hot springs mm-hmm. and, and he had taken his girlfriend yeah he so he brought his girlfriend and his girlfriend had these big breast implants and she had this really big round butt which i like and she wore a thong bikini which was basically like a string up her butt so <laughs> it it looked amazing and yeah i'm looking at this guy who's not particularly <laughs> good looking he has a really cool quirky magnetic personality, personality. Yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. (laughs) He finally said, you know, one day that they were going camping and then he invited me. So then I told Mr. A and then in my head, I was like, if something happens, it's probably going to happen this night, you know? And then apparently Mr. A had the same thing, not the same way that I was thinking about it, but thinking that, okay, is this the couple that she's talking about? I, I figured this is probably it. At that time, although we had never done this before, we had been completely monogamous with each other, like we said, for eight years. But I was down with it because we were about to cross a threshold and start making some fantasies come true. Yeah. Now, it didn't happen with this 
particular couple, but. No. But I, I actually want to talk about my experience in this, you know, because I feel like if women are listening to this and it ever has happened to you, like, you're not the only one. So the way that I feel was, okay, you know, maybe something happens tonight. So we go camping. We're there. You know, we're drinking. We're having fun. And um this girl acts like she's, like, super cool and down with everything. She's, like, this sexy woman. This man is, like, crazy for her, mm-hmm. you know? She was an exotic dancer, and so she has that kind of body, and she has an exotic look. She was really a pretty girl, yeah. um, but very freaky, like uh, yeah. Mrs. A is saying, very freaky and always grinding on him when, when we were... Yeah. So we she just, wanted everybody to know, you know, that what was going on in she, that relationship. She seemed like a very sexual person, so we thought, of course, she's going to be down with this. Yeah, but then what happened was we were drinking, we did some shrooms, and I think that was the first time that I ever did shrooms i didn't do like a lot because i wasn't like that you know high or anything but then we ended up it starts getting late we all go to each our tents and then they start having sex you know like and then she's like so loud you know and she's like just being so loud so in my head i already have this thought right that i'm attracted to this guy this is happening i've never gone through anything like that you know like an experience of actually going camping with somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, like in, especially that I was attracted to them. So then... And now we have literally just the tent, the the wall of the tent mm -hmm. between us. So she's loud and yelling. Yeah. So then to me in my head, that kind of sounded like an invitation. An invitation. Yeah. Yeah. So then I, Mr. A and I start making out, you know, like, and then we start having sex and then boom, I'm like, what do you think about us joining them? And he was like, okay. He went like that. <laughs> and then we wow. get out. You know, He's like, got the mannerisms down and everything. <laughs> I wish you guys could actually see this. <laughs> My and body language. So they get out of their tent. We get out of the tent. And then Mr. A starts talking to the guy and starts telling him, you know, like, listen, this is what's happening. You know, like, and this is what she's been thinking about. And apparently you guys are the couple that she has chosen. And then there's silence. This guy has been flirting with me this entire time. And then there's silence. And I look at him and he is not even looking at me. And the girl is just like, what? (laughs) So what we discovered was that this guy had been flirting with her at at work and, and also giving her the impression that his girl was down with having a threesome or a foursome. But his girl had no knowledge of this, and we found that out this night. Yeah, exactly. So then we start talking about it, right? And then she starts saying, well, no, I don't think I'm I'm not ready to share him. He's daddy, you know, like, and all this stuff. She starts saying, yeah, I don't share daddy. Yeah, I don't share daddy. <laughs> and then she was like, but I will take care of her, you know, like like this. I will take care of her. You know, like, remember mm. when she said that? And then I was like, that's not what I want. <laughs> I was You're like, like, I want, I want some dick. I was like, I don't want this and i wasn't also that uh comfortable with the girl like i really didn't know her you know and and with him we were co-workers so i felt like i knew him better but apparently she had no knowledge of this for what we gathered to me later on it seemed like maybe he was trying to like get the two girls together for him to just be like oh this is awesome but that wasn't my thought Mm. i was thinking something completely different he was thinking something completely different there was no communication and obviously he thought that he could have a chance with the two girls so afterwards you know when all this happened because i never communicated this to mr a in the first place you know exactly how i was feeling and everything all these emotions came you know like we fought 
then I felt like such a fool. I felt completely stupid. That's how I felt. And I felt stupid for many, many months afterwards. And I thought, wow, this really taught me to not ever assume anything and actually be more careful with guys who are always trying to find an opportunity with anybody, with any girls. But looking back, if this wouldn't have happened to us, it opened the conversation to actually do this, you know, because we started talking so much. We almost broke up, remember? Yeah. 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 I ended up sleeping somewhere else. We almost broke up. And when that situation that I felt like I would lose my husband, uh, and I think when he realized that that could happen too, we just kind of were like, okay, you know, like, let's look at this in a different way. Yeah, because after I started to learn more and more about what was happening with her and this coworker, I realized that it was a lot of flirting going on and he was saying things to her and, but she hadn't been communicating any of that to me. So I felt betrayed and lied to. Yeah. And so I said, well, if that's who you're going to be, then maybe we shouldn't be together. Um, and I have to say, in my mind, I never thought about cheating on my husband. Never. In my mind, my husband was going to be there, you know, like the entire time. Like, I didn't know how. I didn't know what I would tell you for you to be there. You know, like, I had no idea. But in my head, you were always going to be there. I've been wanting to get that out of me for such a long time. Well, I was there for the first time. <laughs> it was such a... Just a thought about losing my husband and losing everything that I had just because I felt like I was just being horny and stupid. You know, like it was something that I was kind of like unforgivable for me. So it took me a while to get over it. But the more that we talked, the more that we talked actually about our sexual fantasies if there was anything that we were not doing and we wanted to do it that was the time when everything came up and we just i remember us talking so much remember mm -hmm. for an entire week for talked. two weeks we talked yeah for two, two weeks, weeks. We talked yeah. and we talked and we straight just about it started with if that's what you want, then why don't we do this right? Because I knew that we had finally crossed that threshold where she found somebody attractive and let's nip this in the bud. We've, we've talked about this for a while. This will be good for both of us because we can both get something out of it. So we started talking about it seriously. Can you handle me being with someone else? Can I handle you being with someone else? Actually imagining Remember, I, I said, well, let's actually imagine what it would be like to be in that situation. Yeah. You know, so we have to actually visualize me being with another woman right in front of you. Can you deal with that? We talked about that for a bit, and then we both had to think about it long and hard and really try to use our imaginations. But once we got there, we thought, yeah, I could deal with that. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm there, it's actually kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you I know. guess I never had thought about it that way, you know, like you being with someone else and me actually like getting turned on by it mm. you know like, cuz i mean it was it was never a subject you know like in our conversations of you being with anybody else and, right yeah but once we started talking more about it then it started to become more and more real and we started heading that way so once we decided that we were actually going to do this and we said okay a hundred percent. We've just been with each other for eight years. You know, eight years feels like 10. So we had almost been together for 10 years. 
and uh, only with each other. Prior to that, we had both been in marriages, and we had only been with those people. So in 20-plus years, we had both only been with two people. So we decided we were going to do this. So I started to do research, and I looked up. Um, I didn't even think to look up Swinger at the time. I was just looked up sex clubs, you know, <laughs> sex clubs with couples. I had no idea what I was doing. But, you know, you Google stuff enough, the words and the phrases and the terms that are used in the lifestyle start to pop up over and over again. I am a researcher by nature. So I quickly found a swinger club near where we live. And so I told Mrs. A, hey, there's a swinger club. What do you think about going? Yeah. I think you said, when, when do you want to go? Yeah. And I said, well, how about Friday? <laughs> because they were, yeah. they were only open Friday and Saturday. So she said, okay. You know, <laughs> the way she says everything. <laughs> okay. I love that. The first time uh, we ever slept together, we went on our, it was our first date. Well, first date date. I don't know, halfway through this date, I said, what do you think about getting a room, a hotel room? And we don't even have to have sex. I just want us to explore each other, explore <laughs> each other's bodies. And she said, Okay. <laughs> wow. I'll never forget that. It was awesome. It sounded like it was the easiest decision she had ever made. First time you saw my boobs, that was, oh, yeah. you were like, ah. Oh. Uh, her boobs are amazing. Guys, if you ever get to see them, <laughs> women, men, the room just stops. And everyone always stares at her boobs there. They're beautiful. They're perfect yeah. size. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. They're the perfect size, the perfect color. But I didn't used to feel that way about them until Mr. A started complimenting them. So now after 10 years of compliments, compliments, <laughs> they're all like, yeah, we'll, we'll look good. <laughs> yeah, she realizes now as soon as she takes her top off, people go, oh, my God, you have amazing boobs. And I'm like, right? <laughs> so that was actually... July 3rd of 2020 was the first time that we were going to this club. In the middle of COVID. In the, during the <laughs> middle of COVID. Now, so listen, we wanted to catch COVID because we were, at the time, we were working in the fitness industry. I was teaching classes and um, Mrs. A was assisting me quite a bit. And so we were really healthy. We're still pretty healthy, but we were extreme healthy. And we were watching this whole COVID thing unfold and and we were like, we can handle this thing. We'll, we have healthy bodies. So we wanted to get it and just get it over with because we knew that a lot of people were getting it and then they were getting better. And we also assumed that it wasn't going to kill everybody on the planet. Now we did eventually get COVID and it was horrible. <laughs> it was, yeah. you know, people know me as the, the healthy guy. I never get sick. And even when I got COVID, everybody said, oh yeah, Mr. A will just get right through this. <laughs> But it, <laughs> Meanwhile, in the house, we were, like, uh, dying. It kicked my butt. We got it both at the same time. I think I just, I gave it to Mr. A. Yeah. I caught it at work from my assistant, and then I brought it home. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, so let's get off of COVID. So, um, I wasn't going to talk about more about COVID. <laughs> yeah, I'm COVID. just like, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we had a friend. Oh, the the guy that started all of this. He called COVID COVID. Yeah. I get it. So, oh, by the way, we don't hate this guy. You know, like, we actually... Yeah, are, we hung out with him afterwards yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and we actually are grateful that he came into our lives and introduced us. He actually made us 
talk to each other more. At the end, it was up to us, you know, like, yeah. but it actually triggers something that now, like... Yeah, that's definitely true. And we have said that to each other in the past, that it's a good thing that that whole thing happened with him, because if it hadn't, we wouldn't have ended up in the lifestyle. And I would hate to have missed out on all of this. If you knew and you haven't tried it yet, it's amazing. If you guys trust each other and you are completely open about everything, you're going to have a lot of fun together. Mm-hmm. If, a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you already enjoy sex, you're going to enjoy it even doubly more. So we decided July 3rd that we were going to go to the club. And we said, we're just going to watch. We're just going to look. Yeah, right? we're going there with no expectations. You yeah. know, like we're just going to go and see what's up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, we didn't just look. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was, let's talk about going in there, you know, first of all. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was so nervous because I've never been in a place like that. Not only... We didn't know what to expect. Yeah, we didn't know what to expect. But at the same time, we were not actually very social people, remember? We would be home oh, buddies that's, that's all true. the time. We stayed home. So we were like, okay, well, we're definitely not going to have sex with someone that we're not talking to, you know, like and stuff like that. We mm-hmm. were just saying all this yeah. stuff. But then we got there. First of all, we go around the door that we were not supposed to go, you know, and we... We couldn't find the way Yeah, we couldn't find the way. Because it's really, it's a big mansion. And so we were looking for a a business and then we thought it was going to be, we didn't know it was going to be a house, but that's what this this club is. And every everyone now knows, uh, everyone who goes there, they know that this house is the club. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't find our way in, but we eventually found our way in. Yeah. We, well, we actually heard some voices, you know, and then you went and looked around and then you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, let's go around this way. And then as we start entering the area, there were people already talking there, you know, socializing. And actually, some of them we still hang out with. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah Everyone was night, so friendly, so we happy. Just, we just ran into um, a guy and his wife that we met that first night. We ran into him this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that club. Which yeah. Which is funny. We hadn't seen that guy since probably yeah. that night. We yeah, talked to him. So. Uh-huh. We talked to him afterwards because because we everybody, yeah, and everybody's so friendly. You know, they wanna when they know that you're new, everybody wants to help you out. You know, mm-hmm. like they wanna make you feel welcome, and they. So we got a lot, so much information. We met so many people. There's was a DJ playing. I love dancing, so it was like awesome for me. I love that there's music. Yeah. <laughs> So this club has a DJ and a pool table. It has two floors and upstairs there's a a big hot tub that's like the size of a small swimming pool. Then it has multiple playrooms upstairs, voyeur rooms, has darts, a foosball table. They have a stripper pole towards the end of the dance floor. Uh, there's a bar, but you have to bring your own. But you can bring whatever you want, and whenever you're ready for it, you just walk up to the bar, and they will pour you a drink of your own stuff. It's a very cool place. So we just kind of walked around the place just to see who was there, you know, like what was going on everywhere. So we just went around for They gave us a tour, you know, because they first give you a tour. Yeah, they tell you, you know, rules and stuff like that. And then as we keep on walking, we just happened to look at this couple. You know, like, and they were at the bar, and we just happened to, like, look at this couple, and boom, eyes locked. Yeah, I I saw the girl first, and we were walking towards the pool table, and this girl and her boyfriend were coming back from the bathroom, and she just had this insane body, the the kind of body that I like, uh, really thick, like a big butt and big boobs, and she had on this tight dress, and I was looking at her, and she was looking back at me, and this is the first time... I think ever in my life that this was happening and I knew it was okay. That yeah. this woman was looking at me and I was looking at her and 
I could see in her eyes that she was giving me a green light. And I thought, this is fucking crazy <laughs> that I'm holding my wife's hand and this woman is giving me a go ahead. Yeah. As we passed them, um, I turned my head to continue looking at her and she turned her head to continue looking at me. And I thought, oh, wow. Again, <laughs> I've never had this happen. So in my mind, I thought, I'm going to have sex with this woman. I mean, of course, now I know it doesn't work like that. But it did this night. <laughs> yeah. We ended up seeing them again on the second floor at that couple's area. And they were in the voyeur room. So we were just watching. And they were finishing up when you approached her, you know, and you were like. I, I said, uh, can I touch your boobs, I think. Yeah. I, and um, and she said, sure. And I was like, oh, hell yes. Yeah. So I started feeling her up. I think she started touching me uh, over my pants. And then I said, can I touch you can i touch your pussy yeah and then she said yes and uh and then things just kind of i don't even remember <laughs> it just became a blur from that point but but you told the guy that he could touch my butt oh okay yeah and so he did and then i was like oh okay I w- I, and then i looked at you and i was like i guess things are happening you know like tonight oh, yeah. yeah and then we got all into it, you know, and then all of a sudden we realized that everybody was watching us. Yeah, because we were in the voyeur room that we had just been standing outside of yeah. watching. But because they cleared out, we were just the people left there standing around. So we all started kind of feeling each other up. And before we knew it, we were in that room on that bed, but we had we started to gather a small audience. In any club, you can gather an audience if you start yeah. doing anything. But yeah, we, we looked up and we have all these people watching. And after we finished up, later we were walking around the club and people kept coming up and saying, wow, you guys were amazing. That was a great show. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up leaving the information with the couple so we could contact each other. But then the mm-hmm. next day we went back to the club and it was 4th of July. So yeah. the second night we ended up in the orgy room because everybody can go and watch. It's like another warrior group room. There were three beds and all the three beds were taken. They were doing stuff in the bed. Everybody was having sex and there was this bed in the middle where there were girls just making out. All of a sudden, Mr. A just turns me around and starts trying to take my blouse off and, <laughs> and then he started taking off your pants and, I was, and he said, why are you asking if you can join them? So then oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I was like, okay, I will. And then <laughs> I went and I asked this girl and it was awesome. That was my first actual girl-on-girl experience. So that was an awesome experience and like I ended up like grinding on her, you know, like and and it was pretty awesome. She they were a soft swap couple. Um Well she was soft swap. He was full Yeah. <laughs> so if you heard our first podcast, we talked about soft swap and full swap. And this was a situation where the woman played soft swap, uh, where she would only do oral and kiss and make out and you know, all that stuff. And the guy was full um, well, I guess it wouldn't really be full swap, but he was swapping, yeah. <laughs> swapping me for himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so. But she also was like really into girls. Remember? Like, yeah. She was mm-hmm. like, and that's why he said, you know, she's all about the girls. So yeah, we ended up meeting them. They were fun. And then again, we ended up meeting them the next day. We played with them there in the orgy room, but then we, uh, when the club closed, we all headed outside, and then we played with them again oh, outside yeah. in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hot weekend. It was yeah. an amazing weekend. Like, 
it was like watching a movie, you know, like that was just happening. It was. But we were the... A movie that you can feel. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. pretty cool. For, it was wild, and we were all in it already. For a week after that, remember, we just, every time we looked at each other, we would just start laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh Go my to God. work and think like, oh my gosh, nobody knows what I did yeah. this weekend. <laughs> we actually did that. Yeah. Um, that first week was super duper exciting. Even when nothing was happening, just the fact that we had done it, it was very cool. To expand on something that you were saying earlier about being able to talk to people in the lifestyle about things and it's normal or they're, you know, yeah. a normal person. Last night, for instance, we went to this dinner and everybody's just having normal conversation. Yeah. And all the way up to the point, we went up to the uh, bedroom and we were just looking out the window and enjoying the view. Our friend has an amazing penthouse mm -hmm. and it's just beautiful and she's so awesome. It was the first time that we actually hung out with her outside of the club setting. Yeah. And it was really cool. Yeah, but, we've met her like what a few months ago. So we uh we were having these, you know, very normal vanilla conversations. At some point somebody just said, Hey, you know, do you guys want to play a game? And so we started to play the game, which was the guys had to guess whose boobs were in their mouth <laughs> yeah. while they were blindfolded. <laughs> yeah, and you couldn't they couldn't <laughs> touch the person who was putting the boob in their yeah. mouth. But the transition was seamless. The transition had started downstairs because we were, we were having these vanilla conversations, but then it yeah. somehow turned to one of the girls possibly wanting to have a gangbang. Yeah. <laughs> and the hostess said, do you guys want to do that tonight? And yeah. When the couple started having sex right behind that wall, remember? Right, right. Yeah. So then we kept on hearing noises and then we were like, okay, what's going on? And everybody started like going to watch. And then I think that's where it started. And we're like, okay, yeah. everybody, let's go upstairs. <laughs> okay. So everybody kind of started to get turned on because sex was in the air. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. So my point with that whole <laughs> entire thing was that um, it, it is very cool to be able to talk openly with different types of people. It's cool to connect with anyone in any walk of life and be able to talk openly about sexual preferences and things that you like and know that for all of us, it's just kind of a hobby. Mm -hmm. Well, it's something that we have in common already. You it's know, something like that we have in common. We really enjoy it. So we, we're passing on information to each other and yeah. telling each other what we like so that if we end up playing with those people, we already know what they like. They know what we like and it makes it more fun. Mm -hmm. And there's something freeing about being able to talk openly about things that other people consider taboo, you know, to these mm -hmm. people, and they will totally understand what you're saying. A lot of couples don't talk about sex to each other. And yeah. I would say probably most couples don't have these open conversations, you know, uh, I really like this thing, and you know, getting very specific. You know, you have to get very specific to get exactly what you want. Yeah. Well, and that's how we have been able to make our fantasies come true. You know, like the fantasies that we had. Because we still keep on having fantasies. But actually talking to different people, you know, meeting new people and being open to actually meet different type of people. Um, that's what we've actually discovered, you know, like really awesome things that happen, you yeah. know, and fantasies that sometimes we wouldn't even have thought about, you know, and it happens and we're just like, whoa, you know, like, yeah. it's awesome to have these experiences. Yeah. I have had the same fantasy for years, probably since I was a teenager <laughs> and then it finally happened in the lifestyle and now it happens all the time, but you know, it's just amazing. Uh, if it's not happening, do that. Mr. A will ask for it. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I would say, hey, I, I need this thing to happen. <laughs>